Hello everyone, uh, just a little pre-intro, uh, I'm gonna say in the following episode that you're going to listen to that uh, the podcast is gonna be super short, uh, it's not true, <laughs> I was clearly misguided, so just bear with me, please, those stories are very interesting, but unfortunately it's not gonna be as, a, as short as I wanted this time. As you see, it will be perfect. And uh, at some point also, I say three months, and I mean three weeks. You'll see it's like in the story that I manifested someone leaving from an apartment. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy and uh, have a great time. Hello, my lovers, my listeners of this podcast, uh, whoever you are hello hello welcome love you i hope everything uh is going well in your life uh or at least even if it's a, a dark time you kind of are seeing a silver lining or seeing a way uh for your life to get go better and if it's not the case uh, i'm making this very short very practical and i'm assuring you like this episode is going to be short uh, and it's on weird and fun stories of manifestation, of things that I have manifested, uh, even though I'm using that word to f just facilitate and just to um, help you guys understand what I want to mean, you know, when you say manifestation now, with all this kind of new age uh, and like uh, all this kind of the secret group, you know, like the secret, the documentary, the secret of love, like law of attraction and stuff like that. You understand what I mean when I say uh, manifest, but I feel like it's also a word that is like charged with meaning and judgment. So I don't really like to use it, but let's fuck it. Let's use it. So, you know, whoever you, whatever you think on manifestation, and whoever you follow, if uh, you if you follow someone regarding manifestation, it can be you know a, per a spiritual person, a personal development person. You know, manifestation is basically getting what you want. You know, it's like making things possible so that you can get what you want. And most of the kind of spiritual, let's say, uh, people, they will frame it in a form that is different but the core of the message is always the same i've uh, noticed that it's that it's always the same thing uh, when you want to manifest something basically you have to think feel and behave as if what you wanted has or had already happened like whoever you're going to listen to they're going to say somewhat uh, that message they're going to say you have to think like uh, like uh, you are already abundant, you have to behave as if you are already abundant, like think the person, uh, imagine the person that you will be if you had that, if you were that, and just behave like that, and it's just basically that. And then I really like Jody Spencer because he adds to it a lot of scientific stuff and mixing a lot more spiritual stuff so that generally it just makes it very real and people who are very pragmatic and have people that have an analytical mind they also really relate to what he says so i really like uh, his things but i've started this journey of trying to play with life and manifest stuff before 
uh, doing the Joe Dispenza stuff. And so I wanted to give you just a few examples, like there's one big one, let's say, and I'm gonna start with the small little ones. Uh, and then, you know, I'll end the video and it's just to give you my experience on trying to manifest and have fun with the manifestation process. And in actually uh, two, like I'm gonna talk about four little stories and two of them were, let's say, conscious manifestation and two of them were kind of unconscious manifestation, even though what, like everything actually that you have in your life, you, let's say that you manifest it. So most of the time it's unconscious. So the first little story is uh, uh, when I was uh, in a French island. I mean, they call it an island, but it's like very, very, very close to France mainland. So it's not really an island, like it's just France mainland just connects to that island with a bridge. Uh, so it's very close and I was there last summer so summer 2020 with friends uh, in a in the friend's house that you know her family has uh, and um, it was so and I I said uh, I think in one of the my previous talks I said that I started meditating in March 2020 uh, during the first lockdown in France and so from March 2020 until June I really started meditating every day uh, because most of the time I was home I couldn't do anything else so I mean I was working also on my classes but I was meditating doing workout and so this was the first time I was really going out of home and I was going to um, going to a new environment and so we stayed there for a whole week and it, you know i was enjoying life with my friends i did not really think i mean i thought about meditating but i didn't really was trying to find the time uh but after the third or fourth day i really felt like okay i want to meditate a bit more and it was a rainy day so um uh i decided to meditate it just rained a little bit um in the afternoon and so I decide to meditate and I do one of Joe Dispenza meditation uh, where uh, he, you know as I've said he basically tells you to imagine who you want to be and you feel like who you want to be in that present moment but before he like makes you do a special breath and then he makes you have a divergent and convergent focus by focusing on your body and focusing on space and then trying to be no one, no body, no time, no space, no no whatever, to just like be nothingness and forget who you are so that you can um, download new information into yourself. So I was doing that. And at the end he says, uh, now ask this consciousness, this like powerful consciousness, this higher consciousness to give you a sign that you connected with it and that you are on the right way towards uh, your purpose or towards what you want to have towards who you want to be uh, and all of that and so I basically did it so you put your hands on your heart and you ask this kind of consciousness you can say you ask God you ask the universe you add whatever you think uh, whatever your belief is um, and you ask them to you ask that thing to show you a sign and then he says and then you let go you let go of everything that you did you try to f of course stay in that energy and in that feeling that you are already that person you know you have to try to do it the whole day not only in the meditation but you let go of uh, the intention of wanting to find a sign and uh, you let go of 
you know, you try just to let go, to surrender, and just to feel great, basically. And that time, I really uh, succeeded into letting go. Like I, I then, and I think it's because then I was surrounded by my friends, so I did not have really time to overthink stuff, to think about my manifestation. I was just with my friends, having a great time. And then uh, we had to do some uh, grocery shopping before the supermarket closed. Uh, and so a group of my, like we were, I think seven and three of us had to stay uh, at the apartment because there was not enough room in the car that we had uh, and four people were going to do grocery shopping. And you know, so I stayed with the people uh, at the house and we were just having fun, playing cards uh, and my friends, the rest of my friends were grocery shopping. And while I was uh, with my friends playing cards, I thought, oh my god, like, actually, I really want Japanese food. I want Japanese food so much. I love sushi. And I was like, there's no way on that island uh, that I can find uh, a Japanese restaurant that do takeouts and um, a Japanese restaurant that does takeouts. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I was really thinking about, I don't know why, Uber Eats and takeout and delivery like I was like so there's no way I'm gonna get sushi this week like because I'm sure there's none of that and uh, I was just focused on that and I like Joe Dispenza because he says that uh, if you can predict the way your manifestation is gonna come it's not possible because he says it's gonna come from like a higher perspective of yourself so if you can predict it it means uh, that you're not you're like you're not you're basically your next self uh, I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but basically since it's something new, you cannot predict the way of how it's going to come. You can just feel the end result, basically, but the journey to go there, the process of you getting that or if you get it there, you cannot really predict because it's so new and it's come from the unknown, basically. Yeah, that's what he says. It comes from the unknown, so you cannot predict it. You can just basically say this is the destination I want to go to and you can just have the destination in mind but not the whole journey to the destination and so I was thinking about Japanese food but then you know I totally forgot about the meditation totally forgot about uh, the sign you know but I was really thinking about Japanese food I did not tell anyone because I was like no there's no birds I just thought about it and did not told my two other friends oh my god I want Japanese food I did not say anything I did not say anything to anyone and so then my friends, they come back from the grocery store and I see one of my friends, she's like walking weirdly and she's looking at me and I was like, wow, what does she, like, what's going on with her? And then the four, uh, uh, the four friends who went to the grocery shopping, they all go in front of me and uh, the friend that was looking at me weird, she had her hands behind her back and she was like, so Ryan, we are sure that you're missing uh, your Japanese food and sushi. And we were at the supermarket and I suddenly saw this uh, huge, like, um, huge, uh, how do you call that? Like this huge box, basically, this huge, huge box with uh, sushi and makis and everything. Uh, and I th and we thought about you and we were like, okay, let's take that for Ryan tonight. And so then she uh, took her hands, uh, I mean, in front of me and I saw the big like sushi box and I was so happy and I immediately thought like, oh my God, this is a sign from the unknown, from this consciousness. Uh, because what's funny is that they did not buy anything else for themselves. They didn't because we were planning on just eating some small stuff and just drink. Uh, 
and uh, they bought that for me and I was like oh my god like I, di I did not ask for anything I just let go of the idea and I was thinking the only way for me to get sushi is to go through Uber Eats or to order and I'm sure that there's no really sushi restaurants there uh, and actually I got sushi unexpected unexpectedly by my friends who bought them at the supermarket uh, so I was very happy that night and then of course I shared the sushi with them this is the small story. Another uh, small story was at my internship at Procter & Gamble. I had to do, so I had a lot of different projects and I had a small project that actually required a lot of, of amount of time and energy. And it was to organize a small event for the company employees because we were launching a new product and I had to organize the event for uh, the employees. And they were basically telling me uh, that our business unit doesn't launch new products every day so it has to be something uh, memorable for the employees of PNG uh, and I was like okay and I was like asking my manager like do you know any agencies I can contact have you ever done that before do you know what I can do and she's like I have no idea I have no idea and she was telling me to look at stuff I mean she was really not helping uh, and so basically I was trying to do my best, finding great stuff, and I, on the side, I had so many other stuff to do. Um, and so basically, the time I had was just not enough. Not just enough for me to receive all the, uh, all the items I was ordering, all the decorations I was ordering through a specific agency. It was, I just had not the time to have them because I only had three weeks. It was not enough. But I did not panic at all. I did not stress at all. I was like, okay. They just, they just asked me to do something that I don't think is possible. And I told them and they were like, okay, so maybe try something not that crazy, but you know, uh, we try to reevaluate the, the event. But then in my meditation, I was like trying to really feel as if the event was going really well and everything was perfect and I was not stressed about it and I was really in charge of it and every, everybody was happy and I was really trying to to feel that and I was like and uh, and uh, and I was thinking like yeah maybe the deliveries are gonna arrive super early again I was trying to trying to uh, think of how things were gonna happen where you just have actually to think of how you like what you want and that's it and i was always trying to so yeah the goods are gonna arrive this way and like like a week in advance and this is why everything's gonna go well uh, so yeah but in meditations i was in the meditation i was really trying to to uh to you know be in that present moment of the event is going really well and then two days later uh, I learned that we actually chose a date for that event that was depending on a presentation and that the presentation got uh, delayed of two weeks or I mean the, I don't know if it's English what I just said but the presentation would be uh, yeah delayed of two weeks um, and so I got to, and so our intern our event uh, had also to be delayed of two weeks and so it just gave me a month and a week to prepare the event, which was much more manageable, manageable and I was just so happy about that. Um, and in the end, there was the second lockdown, so actually I couldn't do the event. Um, but you know, at least I, uh, 
prepared it really well and everything was perfect and everything is ready for when people will go back to the office for that event to be made. So this was another little story of manifestation. Um, another one, and it's just not really, I don't know, it, it's just fun. I think this one is just how life works and how it's fun. Uh, it's that I wanted to do the GMAT. I wanted, so the GMAT is like a standardized test that you do if you want to go uh, to a master or an MBA into basically any international university every I mean in any universe, university of the world they they can ask you the GMAT or another standardized test and um, and so basically if you want to go to the top top universities in the US you have to have at least 700 over 800 so the maximum score is 800 um, and it basically this score gets you in not like I mean it, it like if you have a great score it just allows the schools to consider your application but it's not like oh he had a great score so I'm gonna pick him it's just oh he had a great score so he I'm gonna look at his application basically uh, it's just I'm explaining that just for you to get the context and so I had the idea uh, when when I was in my third year, so like almost two years ago, uh, I wanted to do strategy consulting. I wanted to be a strategy consultant and to be a strategy consultant you have to be in the top top schools of the world otherwise if you want to like work at the BCG, at Bain, at McKinsey, at all these top consulting firms you have to do the top top university of the world, universities and so I was counting on doing the GMAT and then I kind of wanted to do that feeling like I could do that like I never people are like oh strategy consulting is so complicated like and like how are you going to go into those schools and how are you going to pay for the GMAT uh, training it's very expensive and I just felt like everything was possible people had so many insecurities and so many worries towards all of this process but I felt so great that I ended up being accepted in the excellence program at my school so this program I had no idea that it existed no idea that it really like it just came out of the blue I received an email one day saying Ryan you are part of the top students of the school we are doing for the second time this excellence program where we pay for your GMAT uh, training we pay for one-to-one -one sessions everything is taken care of by the school and then we also um, help you uh, we have a partnership with banks so that if you go study in the US you can have very loan, uh, loans with very small fees because in the US it's very expensive and in France education is way cheaper it's almost free if you do public education if you do private education it's maybe 10k a year which is I don't even think it's uh, I think it's even cheaper than public education in the US I think so they help you with everything basically they help you with also writing the essays when you when you're gonna apply to those schools uh, and so I ended up in this program without knowing it without wanting to go to it and then so you basically are selected to uh, be able to be part of it but then you have to do a practice test GMAT because they select 50 students and of those 50 students they select 15 students and I was part of those 15 students and I followed the training it was great uh, and I'm still in the process of working through the GMAT because now it's less of a 
of a, of a goal for me, but I still want to take the GMAT, to take the exam just to assess my level of, a, I don't know, of math, because it's very, I mean, it's different kind of math, but I don't, I don't know, I feel like it's interesting uh, cognitively and just to think of those exercises because it's very particular. So it's like a side goal, it's a side quest in my life, let's say the GMAT. But I thought it was interesting to say like how this came into my life. I just was fully open to being part of those schools and fully open to being part of these consulting firms. And this opportunity came and this opportunity was the right opportunity because the training they paid for us is like maybe 3,000 euros. So, you know, it's really cool. And the last uh, manifestation story I'm going to tell you is maybe the most significant one. So this is, this happened when I was in New York. Uh, so two years and a half ago, I think, or two years ago. And um, I was, as I've said in my first podcast, dealing with why you should meditate. I said that basically in New York, that's when I started meditating because I did a hypnosis that really showed me how when you calm your mind, you can access parts of your mind that you didn't know were still active yet that you didn't know could still be very valuable for you and so i got into this journey kind of started this journey in new york and um i started you know going on forums on reddit and read stuff just because i thought it was fun and interesting and so when i was living in new york i was living in brooklyn heights this is such a great neighborhood it's like next to dumbo and I just, like if I ever have to live in New York City, I want to live in this neighborhood. It's really cool. And I had a one roommate and he was very, I mean, he was pretty older than me. He was maybe 38, 36, something like that. And he was most of the time away from the apartment. And that's, then that's why he was renting, renting his other room. Um, and I loved that, uh, that arrangement because on my semester in New York City, maybe 70% of the time I was alone at the apartment. So I felt like I had a whole apartment in Brooklyn Heights for myself. And um, so for the month of November, he was supposed to leave, I think from the 6th or like the 4th of November until the 28th. So basically almost the whole month of November he was supposed to leave and I was so happy because I was going to spend, I love living alone <laughs> and I was so happy because I was going to spend so the whole month uh, alone and at the time I was seeing this Egyptian guy and I'll talk about my kind of love life in a podcast, uh, I think it's going to be pretty fun, uh, but I was seeing this Egyptian guy uh, at the time and he was he also had a roommate but his roommate was also very much uh, out and about so i could also i almost i mean most of the time i went to the egyptian house for for a great time you know i, I'm, I say i'm seeing him because we would you know talk watch a movie then have sex and then talk again a little bit and that was it. it's like a sex friend basically and um I was happy because I was like, okay, so he's gonna be able to come when my roommate is gone. Um, but two days before my roommate is supposed to uh, go on that, I mean, he was like, I didn't even know where he was going because he was seeing his parents 
in another country and then he was going out for work as well i mean he was really going traveling the world and um two days before he leaves he told me oh ryan you don't know the great news i was like what and he was like i found someone to take over my room for the three weeks i will be away and i was like the great news like this is not a great news but i was like oh great like this is really cool and i was so mad like i was like oh, shit i was gonna have the apartment for myself for three months and now there's like this girl that is gonna come i mean this person i didn't know it was a girl at the time this person that is gonna come and uh just you know i'm gonna have to just live with someone i just didn't care i mean i don't care to live with people but it's just if he had stayed for the whole month of november it's okay but it's just the delusion of the like you know the whole thing being like i'm, I'm happy of, for being alone and then up you actually end up having to share the apartment for three weeks um so she came into the apartment a day before he leaves and we meet and she seems nice she was working uh in cyber security so she was working from home but at the same time she had another business and i feel like it's very uh current as a current it's very i mean you often see people in new york city with multiple jobs so that was that was not surprising and so she basically starts to come on the first day and she tells me she was so nice but and she but she told me um you know usually i wake up early and i like to cook um so i might make some noise is that okay for you maybe some noise early in the morning i was like yeah it's fine don't worry you know you know i mean no problem and you know it's true like on the first day she she made some noise and she was cooking so much but and then the apartment i mean it was smelling so much food in the apartment and i saw the way she was cooking it, i don't know it just felt weird it, it felt something felt weird and you know she the, on the first day she moved in she put in the bathroom all her medication and you know in the us they have like this orange a small bottle I don't know how to say it but you know this orange bottle slash box where they have those medicines and I usually see them in the movies and in the series because I don't know in France you don't have this kind of recipient for your uh, drugs and so I don't know I saw her, I, I felt like in a movie when I saw that in the bathroom but she had so many I thought it was a bit weird that she had so much uh, of those medications uh and so at the end of this first day i was really wanting the situation to change and i don't remember what i wrote on google but i found this method that is called the two cup method and so basically this is a quantum jump technique so i feel like the, the word quantum is like kind of a marketing adjective for this technique uh, but it's basically a quantum jump and so what it is is that you are going to have two cups in front of you each cup has a little uh, note that is written and then you uh, glue it or you stick it to the cup or you uh, fix to the cup this note and so one cup is gonna have a note with just a few words one or two words saying your present situation and the second cup is gonna have a note saying the present uh, the situation you want to be in and so i had in one cup said uh 
not alone or field apartment i don't remember and in the second cup i was saying i said alone in apartment or something and so then you have to pour the water into the cup that has um into the cup that has the post-it with your situation right now uh so apartment that is occupied by someone i put water in that cup and then you have to look at the cup and feel the way you're feeling right now and so you know you feel like shit for a little bit of seconds <laughs> of course i was not feeling that bad it was just doing an experiment i was just doing an experiment with life and then you have to take the cup you have to pour it into the cup with the note uh, that says your desired situation so you're basically making the jump when you're putting the cup the water into this new cup and then you hold the second cup in your hands and you look at it and you feel the way you will feel when you have that uh, situation that has happened and you hold the cup and you feel you feel for like a moment and you tell yourself it has happened it has happened or it has manifested i don't really remember and then you drink the water and this water is like charged with the new energy of your new life of your manifestation so i don't know if you realize but basically this whole process is what i told you before and it's basically what joe dispenza is saying what all these people are saying it's like just you just have to feel the way um the way you want like if you want something you just have to feel in that present moment how you would feel if you had it and this is basically the key for manifestation and doing the cup this quantum jump is basically just that but i feel like doing it with the cups doing it with the water it just helps you making it more real because you you know we're used to making processes and we're used to using our hands or our physical world to have our physical our physical world to achieve stuff so i feel like it helps ourselves and the brain to just take in this information when you're doing it with cups and you drink the water it's like you drink a potion um but so at the time i just did it and then the, i saw that on reddit and the reddit said now that you did it forget about it let it go don't think of how it's gonna happen they, they all say that joe dispenza says that all the other people that are in that work say that you know but the reddit i remember it said don't think about how it's gonna happen just for like let it go and feel how you would feel if you had it and so i did the quantum jump and then for the whole rest of the night i felt great and i felt like you know i'm alone in the house then the next day i woke up and i kind of forgot about it but still felt like oh she's here and oh my god and then the third day i really started feeling consciously i made the conscious choice of feeling uh, you know going back then i was like okay i did the stuck up method and it said you have to let it go and you have to feel uh just how you would feel you let it go and you feel great because you know it has happened um and so i was like putting myself into this persona this character of like it has happened it has happened and i started feeling so good and i remember i was leaving a class at the university i was at pace university there and um I was so happy because I was gonna go home and no one was gonna be there and I was gonna have, I, would, I could be naked in the apartment if I want, uh, you know, even though I maybe knew she was still gonna be there. And so, you know, but I was feeling so well and then I went home and she was there and I was just still very happy and then I started talking to her. And, 
we, I mean, of course I talked to her a little bit every day, but this time we had a real conversation and we talked and I was telling her about my goals and she told me a bit more about her life, that she was from London um, and all of that. And I don't know, in that moment, since I was such in a great state of mind that she left, she, we actually had a great conversation and I actually started to really enjoy her being here. Like it was, you know, then it was not about I f I'm feeling great because she's here or she's not here. It was just I'm feeling great and we had a great conversation and I actually enjoy her. Uh, her being here, I enjoy my life right now. Uh, it was really great. And then that night on that third day that she was here, my roommate that is usually uh, you know the guy who has the apartment um, he sends me a message and he's like is she still here and I was like what are you talking about and he and he I was like yeah she's still in the apartment right now and I was like why and in the back of my mind I was like oh my god what is going on it's start to work and uh, he was like no nothing uh, but tell me if something weird happens or if she leaves and I was like oh my god what like what I was so like excited I was like what is going on and um, the next day in the morning he basically tells me uh, so she was supposed to uh, wire me the money through a bank tra transfer but she unexpectedly cancelled the bank transfer and uh, and so now I'm trying to call her and she's like starting to say very suspicious things i feel like she's not gonna pay uh so as i've said he was supposed to see his parents and then go on a work trip and so he told me so i'm gonna go back uh, to new york for a night uh, because you know he can do that with his schedules i mean it's his stuff uh, and he's like i'm gonna go back for a night and i'm gonna go check uh, on the apartment to see how it's going and so on that fourth day, he tells me that, and I was like, oh, that's so weird. And so uh, I go out that day, uh, basically the whole day, and then at night I had a party, and I came back. So basically on the fifth day, 3 a.m., uh, and so I go to sleep, and I remember I heard her, she had someone over, and the room of my uh, roommate doesn't have a door. So at 3 a.m., at 3 a.m. I was drunk when I heard them having sex and I actually don't care that my roommates bring people like I think I'm, it's pretty cool actually and it's great I'm like I'm happy when people have fun but it's just the fact that they did not have the door I was like I felt like I was in there with them so and I was drunk it was like confusing um, but then uh, so I fall asleep and in the morning I'm woken up by a lot of noise and a lot of doors that are uh, being uh, smashed and then I hear the, the door of the entrance being smashed and then I hear no noise and I'm like it has happened this is done she left and she actually left and then there's like a whole story of like how actually my roommate had the money that uh, because she still stayed there for five or four nights and he got the money for those nights I mean my roommate he was really Kina, like he, like a, a friend of mine stayed at our apartment for two days and he uh, he asked her to pay so he was really like on those coins um, all over it uh, but you know I still really enjoyed him 
it was really nice uh, I don't know if you can say I enjoy people yeah, yeah I enjoy people I think yeah it's it's English uh, it's correct uh, but so you know this has happened and I was so happy that I could manifest that actually you know and I and I think it really took uh, a strong force this manifestation process like a strong impulse of energy was behind it when I actually started to enjoy her because I was not resisting my present moment I was starting to feel great in that present moment of not caring actually if she was gonna leave or not because I was really enjoying her being here we really started a conversation and uh, this yeah this fight against the present moment was over when I started to really enjoy her and really feeling like she's not here or she's here it's okay and then what you actually want your desire happens and again you shouldn't try to think of how it's gonna happen because I remember she was she told me she was trying to find an apartment and in those three weeks she basically let herself those three weeks to find the apartment and so me I remember I was like okay so I did the quantum jump with the two cups and now she's gonna find an apartment or she's going to uh, I don't know like an agent a real estate agent is gonna call her and she's gonna have the apartment or she's gonna find another way to I don't know I was like making scenarios in my mind and then I realized that I could not predict it and it happened unexpectedly I didn't think it was gonna happen this way but so after that I was like oh so you have kind of a power to do some things and of course we can say it's a coincidence but you know I you know I prefer uh, taking the the standpoint, you know. Like I prefer, I don't know. <laughs> it's late, and my English is always is getting like I'm getting tired. But I prefer choosing the idea that I manifested it because I chose it, and I have uh, the power over my life. Then than just saying it's a coincidence it actually can just be a coincidence and if you think that you know me like i don't think there's a way in that in this lifetime to know actually if this is true or not or except if i go and do some amazing things maybe then i'll i'll have more baggage to say that it's not a coincidence but right now i think that it's debatable still but i feel like taking the the, the like believing that it's not a coincidence and that I manifested it I feel like it's just not harming yourself because this kind of technique just makes you have more power over your life makes you feel positive emotions so it's just positive stuff so you know I just like to think that I manifested that thing and every day I'm trying to manifest more and I'm sure that I've consciously manifested some other stuff that I just forgot about uh, but now that I'm trying to do this podcast everything that is gonna be interesting in my life I'll write it down and so that I can really give some factual experiences but these four little stories were what I had in mind uh, for this episode so thank you 
my beloved lovers and listeners for listening to me the podcast this episode is actually longer than i expected and what i said in the introduction is a fucking lie <laughs> so sorry to, for that sorry for that and um and uh yeah i hope it's interesting uh please contact me if you have feedback if you think that i really should improve my english accent if you feel like i should change something if you feel like this is great if you feel like you want me to talk about some specific topic please reach out uh, because i'm sure that there are not many people listening right now and i'm not going to be bombarded by dms <laughs> so you know don't hesitate to reach out um and you know I am sending you lots, lots of love. I am praying for everyone who's listening to give you more energy into your life, to create, to manifest, even if you don't think that we manifest stuff. Um, yeah, so, you know, big, big kisses and uh, see you for our next episode. <laughs>